Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. So, if you have not been following baseball, which most people have not, I think it's time to take a little refresher course in what's been going on in Major League Baseball. Right now, here are the odds over at BetMGM for World Series champions. We have Houston, the favorites to win it all, plus 650. They just won the World Series. They're always good. It seems like they're in the American League Championship every single year, and I'm pretty sure they have been, like six of the last eight years or something crazy like that, followed by the Yankees, plus 650 as well. Dodgers, plus 750. Mets, plus 750. Braves and Padres, 10 to 1. Phillies, 14 to 1. And Blue Jays, 14 to 1 as well so kj is there any number or team that pops off the board here to you huh maybe the phillies at 14 to 1 just because they're the team from the national league that was there last year so as the repeating nl champions you know it, it's kind of weird to see them at 14 to 1 i think they have some things that are they still have a lot of pieces in place um mm-hmm. but you know obviously the mets are the sexy pick the Braves and the Mets. See, that's what's going to be interesting. The NL East, you've got three teams uh, right there, all either seven and a half to one to 14. And yet the one that wins the the NL is the one that's the lowest. So the Mets and the Braves probably beat up on each other again, and the Phillies probably benefit. So uh, if, if I'm looking at long money here, I would say the Phillies at 14 to one is a play that I would look at. And more realistically, I would say Houston because Houston has this thing about not having to change up a bunch of stuff and are, seem to always be there, right? So definitely like the Astros as the favorite, and I like the Phillies as kind of an outside dark horse just because they got it done last year with this with the same pieces they have this year. Yeah, it seems like the Astros are always there. And it doesn't even seem to matter who they lose because they just retool. Uh, the Astros yeah. are really good at uh, it's scouting international talent. That's how right. they got Jordan Alvarez, who wasn't even like a huge signing. Like he was, I think, a player to be named later in like some trade. So nobody right. even thought he was a big deal. And he ended up being one of the best power hitters in all of baseball. What do you think of teams that spend a ton of money and get these flashy names but sometimes they just don't pan out. And I'm not even saying that the players themselves don't pan out. I'm saying the mm-hmm. team. And I think you probably know what team I'm talking about. The New York Mets. Every single offseason, people are like, oh, my God, the Mets are going to win it all. Uh, they didn't even win their own division, did they? Uh, it was North- the Phillies that came out of 
uh, you know, that side of the bracket. And so, yes, once again, they made a huge move. It's Justin Verlander who's going to be the new ace of the New York Mets, replacing Jacob Grom, who went to the Rangers. KJ, what do you make of the Mets? You know, it's it, while Verlander's a great replacement, you almost wonder when does the, you know, the magic water or the magic spell of Verlander, you know, defying age come to kind of a halt, you know? Um, I think losing Jacob to Grom, I think they lost a piece of their heart, right? Like that goes back to that team that lost to the to the Royals when you had to Grom and Syndergaard and those guys. Like they're now all gone. So now it's the Rentamets. And I think depending on your division, say you're the Dodgers, that's money well spent. You've got the Diamondbacks, you've got, you know, you've got the Giants who are kind of teetering. So you've you've got players, you've got teams in there where you clearly are head and shoulders are above. But when you're the Mets, you can spend all this money, and then the Braves just seem to know what the tickle gene is of the of the Mets. Just kind of like, oh, we're big and sunny, stick them in, like, hey, 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 and the Mets just kind of crumble. And then you just have, and then you have a team like the Phillies who are just like this new blue collar, even though they've got high, they got a high price Bryce Harper, but now that seems like relatively cheap in comparison to all the other conversation that you have. And it feels like the Phillies are more of a team where the Mets are just kind of renting, and I don't think it's going to cash out for them just because they don't have these super dominant bats. And you saw that Scherzer went down with an injury early last year, and if you start getting into that, well, then now the Mets are going to have to depend on playing a lot of contact ball. Maybe some of the new rules help them, the pitch pitch clock. um, You know, if you got some speed on the team, you may be able to use that. But – that's to me, that's the way the Phillies would think, right? Like we're going to steal run, we're stealing bases, we're getting runs off of you. We're just kind of like we're they they have the heart of their city. And that's why I say the Phillies are one of those teams like the, the Mets can spend all they want. They're not gonna get past us. Well, the thing about the Phillies is they underachieved for most of the season and then they got mm-hmm. scorching hot down the stretch. And I think in the futures market you kind of look mid-season for some of those teams. When it comes to the Mets, I never want to take them at the start of the season because there's no value there because they have all the big names. They make all the splashy signings, so people want to think that they should be the favorites, but I think you buy in a little bit later if you do believe in the Mets. Wait till they start metting. You know, halfway through the season, somebody gets hurt, and they fall into a tailspin. So I think even if you want to believe in the Mets, The time to buy in on New York is not now. I think you wait later on in the stretch. And the same goes for some of these other teams. I think another dark horse uh, team to maybe keep your eye on, the Seattle Mariners, who are one Jordan Alvarez home run away from, you know, taking down the Astros uh, in the American League. So a young team, certainly, but they have some great pieces. And I would not be surprised if they are back in the postseason making waves yet again this year. Yeah, I could see them as the top wild card this year, uh, depending on where Toronto is and and how that plays out in the American League East. So, yeah, Seattle's a team definitely on the rise, moving in the right direction. But I don't think enough to overtake the Astros in that division. Yeah, Astros are tough every single year. For more, listen to The Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.